Hi everybody, welcome to the CDH Conversations podcast. My name is Seto Kumalo, an associate in the construction engineering sector here at Cliff Decker, and I'm here with Mr. Clive Ramsey, my director, who will allow to introduce himself. Hi, Clive. Good morning, Seto. Thank you. Yeah, I'm a director in the construction engineering sector, and uh, idea is to have these conversations, these podcasts, to provide high-level on regard to certain topics. Previously, we dealt with uh, adjudication, and today we're going to deal with mediation. Perfect. Thanks, Clive. Well, we can get straight to it, Clive. If you could provide us with an overview for our listeners as to what the mediation actually is. Thanks, Seto. Mediation, in the general sense, is the appointment by two parties of a facilitator to try and resolve a dispute that has arisen between the two parties, and through that facilitation process, to get both parties to agree on, a, on an outcome. So whether it's a settlement in a civil matter, whether it's a settlement in a construction dispute, the intention is to try and get a settlement between the two parties through the facilitation process of that mediator. Sure. Thanks, Clive. I mean, you use the word facilitator. Could you expand on that? And in particular, once a mediator has been appointed, is a mediator able to tell the parties what to do or make decisions on their behalf? What do you mean by facilitate? The facilitation process in the normal with a mediation is that both parties voluntarily agree to the appointment of a third party as a mediator. So that's the first step. Second step is that the parties would then attend a meeting before the mediator, and the mediator will then listen to both parties in an attempt to ascertain what each party's claim is, what the nature of the dispute is between the parties, and then try and work towards arriving at a resolution of that dispute between the parties. The mediator, unlike in arbitration or adjudication, the mediator doesn't make a decision. The mediator tries to get the parties to a point where they have agreed to resolve a matter, and the mediator would then prepare, in conjunction with the parties, a settlement agreement resolving the dispute. Sure. Thanks for that, Love. You mentioned that the, the mediator, unlike in arbitration proceedings, doesn't make a decision and rather assists the parties in reaching a settlement. Could you just know what happens if the parties are unable to reach a settlement? What other recourse would be available to them, generally speaking? General proposition is that mediation is one of the early stages of trying to resolve disputes. In most contracts, in particular in the construction contracts, you'll find there's clause that says the party's senior representatives must first try and resolve issues between themselves, failing which they could either go to adjudication, mediation, arbitration. But normally, if you're going to agree to mediation, you do that up front. And in many cases, that mediation, the lawyers are not involved in that process. It's the two parties with the third party mediator trying to resolve the matter. If the mediation does not resolve the matter, then in most cases, the contracts provide that either the matter then proceeds to adjudication or directly to arbitration. If you have regard to the contract that many of you in the construction industry in South Africa are familiar with, it's the JBCC contract, always remember that the disputes clause has changed over the years. But the 2018 edition doesn't make mediation compulsory. It's an election by the parties to decide at any point in time, if they'd like to mediate the dispute, then the parties can, by agreement, appoint a mediator to facilitate a mediation process. 
Thanks, Clive. As you mentioned, a lot of a lot of the standard form contracts provide for a sort of meeting between senior executives to try and resolve the the dispute between the parties. Is it possible for parties in a contract with a mediation clause to waive mediation in favor of that process? And if they do, do you think that mediation remains relevant in the current commercial context? Thanks, Hutu. I think the importance is, and, and as many of our listeners will know, once you're getting into adjudication and arbitration, the sort of the gloves are off and uh, everybody takes a position and the positions with respect to parties become polarized. And that's the reason why you have meetings between senior representatives to try and resolve the matter who are not directly involved into the day-to-day running of the project in a construction project. So you have it once removed so that those individuals sitting around the table, duly instructed by the people on the ground, take a commercial high-level decision to try and resolve the matter. If that relationship between the parties is not a strong relationship or has become an acrimonious relationship, the use of a mediator can certainly assist in trying to resolve issues. The importance is on a mediation and why it remains relevant in the context of a construction contract is that if the dispute is, let's say, about money, whether it's I owe you 2 million rands or 10 million rands, sitting around a table, setting out each party's position, and for a mediator to guide the parties through that process of saying, let's try and resolve this, can end up in a positive resolution of a dispute early on in the dispute resolution process. And that's why I think mediation remains relevant, and, and I think will always, always remain relevant. Then lastly, Clive, are you able to give us, from a true commercial sense, an overview of what the process would look like? How many days do mediations take? And, and what are the cost implications of appointing a third party to mediate a dispute between the parties? The process of mediation, as I mentioned earlier on, is that the parties need to agree between themselves to the appointment of the mediator. So there's various organizations in South Africa, either through Association of Arbitrators, AFSA, or other independent organizations who have panels of mediators. In the construction context, you'd obviously try and find somebody who has a good understanding of construction contracts, whether it's a JBCC contract, a FIDIC contract, or an NEC form of contract, or GCC conditions. So you first want to appoint a mediator who understands the contract. Secondly, it's very useful to have a mediator who has been involved in construction projects. Because many of the disputes that arise may relate to extensions of time, may relate to amounts that are due and quantification of those amounts. So your mediator should have some background in those areas to be able to make that process a valuable process to try and reach a conclusion. Then the normal process of mediation is that both parties appear before the mediator It's an informal process. Mediator will normally ask each of the parties to set out their position. So party A, why do you believe you're entitled to X? Party B, why do you say the party A is wrong? And what do you say about whether you might be owed money as well? Both parties then set that out so it provides the mediator with a good understanding of both parties' positions. Some mediators in larger mediations will ask the parties to provide, in advance of the mediation, position papers, which would set out all the facts and relevant documents 
to assist the mediator to understand the matter prior to the mediation process taking place. Once in the mediation and both parties have had their say, in many cases what the mediator will do is take the parties aside separately and say to, I'm going to call for the purpose of this discussion, take the claimant aside and say, I understand that you think you're entitled to 5 million rands. But have you considered the facts that some of the defences I heard the defendant raise, they're, they're pretty good defences. Have you considered that they might be right in, it, in some of those defences? Have you considered that if you need to go forward with this matter, your contract provides for arbitration as the next step? Do you understand that there's large cost implications of arbitrating? Do you also appreciate that in, in proceeding to the arbitration process, your chances of having an amicable process on site to continue with the project, because many of these matters take place during the course of the running of a project, you're going to find difficulty with. So take those things into consideration and see whether or not you're stuck with your five million. They will then meet, the mediator will then meet with the other party and have a similar discussion. And the other party might say, yes, well, I actually do owe about two million. And then you'll start opening up that discussion to try and resolve the matter. And eventually, if you can get both parties to agree on a three million rand settlement, then the mediator in conjunction with the parties will draw up a settlement agreement and will get the parties to then sign the settlement agreement there and then. And then that particular dispute is then resolved, which is, again, both parties can go back to their respective corners and continue with the project. No, neither of them may be particularly happy but it's resolved a matter and the project can continue. From a cost point of view, mediators, both parties do agree to pay the mediator the portion of the mediator's costs, and the mediator doesn't grant an award of costs because that's not the function. The mediator is not making a decision. Mediator is facilitating a resolution. So the cost of the mediation are for the, each party's account at the end of the day. As I mentioned, in many cases, Attorneys don't appear in mediations. Over the years, I've been asked by clients to appear in mediations. And sometimes, in particular, if it's a senior counsel who's a mediator or somebody, a purely a legally qualified person, sometimes prefers attorneys to be present to put forward their respective clients' positions. So that's, in a, in a general terms, that's how a, a mediation would run. One of the other ways, Sita, just to amplify is that Sometimes parties would request a mediator to make a recommendation. So both parties would have briefed the mediator, appeared before the mediator, set out their respective positions. And if the parties can't resolve the matter, they would say to the mediator, could you please, having listened to what everybody has said, could you give a recommendation as to who you think is likely to be successful in this matter? And sometimes if both parties agree, the mediator can then give that recommendation. It's not binding. It's not a decision. It's merely a guidance to the parties as to what that person's views are on the respective positions of the parties in the dispute. So I still think mediation is valuable, and I still think it's something that is, is sometimes underutilized because it can resolve matters. So just to clarify on one thing that you, you mentioned now, um, for the benefit of the listeners, as you said, that a recommendation can be given by the mediator, right? So would that recommendation have any, for lack of a better term, evidentiary weight in the subsequent 
arbitration hearing or if we were to go to court, would that recommendation of the mediator carry any weight? Uh, it's a really good question, so it's something that I think let me just raise as well, which which I haven't done, is the first answer to the question is no, it doesn't have any evidentiary weight, and any recommendation provided by the mediator would be confidential as between the parties and can't be used in any further proceedings. And that also applies to the mediation process. The mediation process is a confidential process. Anything said and done or supplied in that mediation process can't be used in future litigation. And the reason for that is quite simple, is that in the mediation, you want people to talk openly to try and resolve the matter. So you want people to set out their case, warts and all, and so the mediator can guide the parties to try and reach resolution. You don't want anybody to be able to say in an adjudication, oh, you said the following in the mediation, or in an arbitration to say, so-and-so said X in a mediation, and now they're changing what they've said. So the entire process is confidential and can't be used in any future proceedings that may eventuate if the mediation doesn't resolve the matter. So thanks, it's a good question. Well, thanks for clarifying that, love. And I think you've given quite a good overview as to how the mediation process works. Think so. I think the only thing is that um, with mediation, where we find we add value as the attorneys is guiding clients in the mediation process and assisting them in what they need to put forward to the mediator. So even if we aren't present in the mediation, it is valuable to get input from your attorneys, either if it's an interpretation on a particular clause in a contract or how your dispute has been formulated or what potential defenses you have to the claimant's dispute as formulated, getting your input from your attorneys in advance of attending a mediation is valuable. And over to you on to our, our next topic. I think that is an important point, Shreya's Club, and thank you for that. Now, it's mentioning, Club, that our next episode will be on arbitration. So our listeners should keep a lookout for that and you and I will share our views on that in the next episode. But thanks for your time, Clive, and thanks everyone for listening. Thanks so much, appreciate it. The views and information expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily present those of the firm. All content is provided for general purposes only and does not constitute legal advice. We make no representations, warranties or guarantees whether expressed or implied that the content on our podcast is accurate, complete, up-to-date or reflects the current law. We accept no responsibility for any loss or damage, whether direct or consequential, arising from reliance on the information which is presented here.